Sunday will be the last day to shop at four Walmart locations in Chicago. Chatham, Grand Boulevard, Lakeview, and Little Village will all see their stores close. You can find just about anything at Walmart. So how will this move impact people's ability to get their hands on everyday household items, groceries, and even medications from the retail giant's pharmacy? Here to discuss is Nidra Sims Fears, executive director of the Greater Chatham Initiative and head of Food Lab Chicago. Welcome back to the show, Nidra. Um, thank you, Sasha. It's good being here, um, unfortunately, under bad circumstances. Also with us, Dima Cato, Professor of Pharmacy and Health Policy and Economics Fellow at the University of Southern California. She's done extensive research on the lack of access to pharmacies on the south and west sides of Chicago. Welcome back, Professor. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And we're also taking your calls. Do you shop at the Walmart locations in Chatham, Grand Boulevard, Lakeview, or Little Village? How are you feeling about those stores closing? Call us now at 866-915-WBEZ. Again, our number is 866-915-WBEZ. Nidra, I'll start with you. Tell us what went through your mind when you heard the news. I was, um, so I, I live in Chatham and we frequent Walmart. We're there probably three to four times a week. And so um, having literally just been there on Sunday and to learn that it was closing by the end of the week was really shocking, particularly when you think of the civil unrest that we had, how they really built it back better, Um, the floor plan, the service, the health center, the customer service center. So to see all of those tens of millions of dollars of investment and then have it negated that um, it, it was really just surprising and puzzling. It's a domino effect here when it comes to the impact. Professor, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, one, not surprising, but um, implication of this closure is that it's it's, it's sudden, right? Like, how are people supposed to plan, Um, especially if they're coming to get their medications? It's uh, going to be a disruption, once again, um, I think that's going to be different, right? And I think one important point to highlight here is that there's four closing in Chicago, but those neighborhoods may be a little bit different, and a closure in Chatham may be different than the closure on the north side, I think. Right. Um, and that's because there are fewer pharmacies in certain neighborhoods, fewer yeah. you know, healthy food outlets. So the impact on the community is going to be very different. Nidra, Sunday is just four days away, and we, we know that when other stores have closed, we got a much earlier heads up on the information. So how does that feel? Again, it's what's, everything was so um, um, of short notice um, that you really don't have an opportunity to plan. They, um, Walmart said that they had worked with the community, but I don't know who they worked with in the community to um, let us know that they were struggling, that they weren't profitable. I know from cell phone data, 270,000 people visit that store every year. Um, so, um, so, and I know that it was patronized. Um, so it's, it's disheartening. Um, we can see that it's part of a larger pattern where they've shuttled shuttered um, 19 stores around the nation, Mm -hmm. but it particularly hurts in this community because it it was such a, um, 
it was such a wonderful asset, particularly the health center. Um, 15% of our population is, does not have insurance, and so to be able to go to uh, a center where you don't need insurance and for $100 to be seen by a physician is huge. Um, and so we're going to miss the store um, and the health center and the business service, customer service center. It's it's disheartening. Yeah, well, what's your sense of how many other grocery stores are in the area? Well, the good news is that um, Greater Ch- Chatham, we're not a food desert. And so what's really puzzling is that you see um, grocers that have stayed the course for decades Joel Osco, Aldi, Food for Less, um, the dollar stores, they're able to figure out a business model that works, and they stay in the community. I'm not quite sure why Walmart wasn't able to make a go of it, and I'm just so thankful for grocers that have figured it out and can stay and be a, a lasting community partner. A reminder, we'd like for you to join the conversation, too. Tell us, what will you miss about being able to shop at the Walmart nearby? How far will you have to travel to do your grocery shopping or to go to the pharmacy? Our number is 866-915-WBEZ. Let's jump to the phones. Michael's been waiting. He's calling from West Chatham. Hi, Michael. Welcome to the show. Hi. Uh, Good afternoon, Sasha. Thank you so much for uh, taking my call. Sure. I, I have to be honest. It, this really hurts. The uh, uh, the store is really very accessible to people who live in the West Chatham neighborhood. Uh, in fact, I can uh, take the uh, the Wentworth bus only a block away from my place, uh, get off like right in front of the store, and then uh, do my shopping, and then take the the uh, same Wentworth bus back north and get to my place. It can, I can only I can uh, usually do the trip in an hour. Mm-hmm. So it's very convenient. Uh, the problem in West Chatham is that uh, there really is the the, the other close uh, grocery stores are Jewels, Jewel, and uh, Food for Less, and that's they're on 87th Street. But uh, I mean, it means a, a, means uh, traveling a little bit further, taking yeah. a little bit more time, and uh, much more of an inconvenience. Uh, it sounds like. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah. So it's unfortunate. And plus, the other issue worth mentioning is that uh, the Walmart occupies a great deal of space in that neighborhood. So the idea that all of that space is going to become empty and at least for the time being right. uh, not used. And that, what goes there next? Yeah, right. It, 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 it just it just looks like blight. And that's not something that... Uh, I would recommend for any community right now. So it's unfortunate. Thanks for sharing your thoughts, Michael. Professor, what are your thoughts on on what Michael said there? He says says it's really um, going to hurt. Of course, especially when you think about the other layers here, right? You know, for people that relied on Walmart, not just for their groceries and their essential goods, but their further medications or for their immunizations. And now, you know, they have to figure out where to go. Maybe OSCO is not within their network. Maybe it's not a pharmacy they can actually go to to fill their medications, and it is further away, right? So it will be harder, especially for the elderly um, and those on a lot of medications now, um, and fairly harder for them than in other neighborhoods to access their pharmacy and their medications. Right. I mean, all four of these Walmart stores include pharmacies, 
Professor. There are already, as we know, a lot of barriers to getting medication. Cost is a huge one. Talk more about how these closures impact the likelihood of some folks getting the medication they need. Right. So, I mean, I think it's this larger pattern we see in the U.S. where these pharmacies, grocery stores with pharmacies like Walmart, closing and closing when they close, they're more likely to close in neighborhoods that really need them most. Um, And when they close in neighborhoods that, you know, so from, you know, the four that closed in Chicago, the Chasm, I mean, Chasm, that area is a pharmacy desert, right, where you have to kind of on average travel further to get to your nearest pharmacy. And that's when the Walmart was there, right? So, so now the Walmart's closing, so it makes it even harder for them. So you're going to have, you know, problems in adhering to medications. We talk about health disparities. Well, you know, if people need to take medications to prevent illness and treat it, you know, you, you need to make sure they have access to pharmacies to get those medications. Yeah, as, as you mentioned, Nidra, part of what's closing is, is that Walmart Health Center. What other options for healthcare are there in the greater Chatham area? So we, there are clinics that are there. There's a TCA health clinic. Uh, there's a U, UIC clinic that opened up further on 79th year. Um, between Halstead and Ashland. Um, And, of course, Walgreens has walk-in clinics. Um, So so there are clinics, but there there are clinics, but they are, um, um, as the pharmacist has, I'm sorry, the uh, professor said, they're fewer and in between. And so it's it's just harder. Let's jump back to the phones. Charles is waiting in Little Village. Hey, Charles, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? Going well. What What are your thoughts? I mean, you're in the area where one of these Walmarts will be closing. Yeah. So I remember when that Walmart opened right there on Cermak and Rockwell. I used to live right down the street from it. Now I live on the other end of the neighborhood. But, um, you know, my recollection, you, you know, journalists, correct me if I'm wrong, but is that Walmart had to get some kind of special permit to build that grocery store. Because like the last guy was saying, you know, when the Walmarts crop up, they take up so much space. And so there was some kind of special, uh, you know, circumstance for them to build these Walmart grocery stores in these quote unquote food deserts. And, you know, I don't know nothing about Chatham, but what I can tell you is that Little Village is not a food desert, right? We got all the TND pubs and then um, not to mention that that particular Walmart, they built it right across the street from a peach market, which uh is you know has been there for a long time and is a great grocery store and you know they got their problems but um you know we shop there and uh you know walmart in particular i'll just say too uh i hate walmart they like my my family used to work for walmart and they're a terrible company and then when you talk about blight and food deserts uh and pharmacy deserts right right remember that Walmart companies like Walmart create food deserts. Yeah. That is their goal. Is to well, we appreciate you calling, Charles. Thanks for sharing your, your thoughts there. Uh, now, uh, Nidra, Charles' earlier uh, thought was basically that, you know, Walmart, it's, it's not a big deal that they're leaving because we should be supporting our local grocery stores anyway. Uh, did he have a point there? I do think he has a very good point because we have to look at businesses that are ride and die, um, that are going to be with you um, through thick and thin. And it, I would rather see 
um, you know, small, medium-sized businesses um, that are going to stay than big um, corporate businesses that were just on their profit and loss statement. And if we don't um, have, you know, indicators that they like, um, they, they shut us down. But what I am hopeful about, we had the same thing happen with Target, and who came in after that? is Discover, and Discover has been an amazing company. Um, they um, have they invested $30 million to um, build out their space. They have between four and 600 employees and going up to 1,000 employees. Yeah. They brought good jobs to the neighborhood. So I'm hoping that we can find another Fortune 300 company that can come and really take advantage of our, you know, wonderfully skilled workers. Um, that's that's my hope. That it gets repurposed and um, we get people who are corporations that are putting money in the neighborhood, yeah. not extracting money out of the neighborhood. Well, before I let you go, Professor, I mean, you've studied this, right? The lack of access to Pharmacies, as you mentioned before, some of these areas are, are pharmacy deserts, Chatham uh, specifically. Uh, but you've studied the lack of access to pharmacies on the south and west sides. So uh, tell us more about what you've seen firsthand happen to residents when a pharmacy closes. I mean, they, there's multiple scenarios. But one thing I, I think I, I would like to reiterate from the last caller in is this issue where these chains are, are entering our communities Um and they're leaving and there's no accountability. And in that time, right, that, that Walmart in Chatham, I think, opened like 10 years ago or so. And, you know, God knows if there was an independent pharmacy there. But if it's similar to other patterns we see across the country, including on the west side and other neighborhoods on the south side, there probably was an independent that was there for a long time. But when that Walmart opened, it closed mm-hmm. only for that Walmart to close now. Right. And give people one week notice that independent, you know, would have perhaps survived. I mean, it would be hard, especially in this climate, um, but it just raises the question of what is the city, what are state, you know, state policies doing to protect pharmacies? I mean, you know, if not Walmart, independence, incentivize them to open, not Walmarts and, you know, these larger retailers, you know, but local businesses that are part of the community and are invested in the community for the long run, um, not just for the short term. So when they make decisions on underperforming, you know, what is underperforming? You know, part of that performance metric should be equity, right? And it's not. So, again, it's like this, you know, you have Walmart providing a public health service. It's not just a retailer. It's a pharmacy um, and it's a health center, at least the the specific one. But there's no accountability back to the community, you know, including I think they got tax incentives to open. If it's like what happened in East Garfield Park a couple of years ago where CVS opened and then two years later it closed. And when it opened, an independent pharmacy closed. And now, you know, the neighborhood is left with only uh, Walgreens two miles away. Uh, yeah. Dima Cato is professor of pharmacy and health policy and economics fellow at the University of Southern California. We appreciate you stopping by. Thank you. Nidra Simspheres, executive director of the Greater Chatham Initiative, is still with us for another few minutes here. We're talking about the impact of four Walmart stores closing in Chicago this Sunday. We're also still looking to hear from you. If you will be impacted by the closures, call us now at 866-915-WBEZ. Nidra, again, people are going to be losing their jobs here, right? Walmart's saying sales associates, they can transfer to other stores. 
Tell us more about what you're hearing from folks. Do they want that? Do they want to transfer? What I would say to that is that um, the Walmart stores, as everyone knows, are far apart. So the next Walmart is in Pullman or Beverly. And so you're putting the onus on low-wage workers um, to have to travel farther um, to be employed. So it is it is a solution. It is a suboptimal solution. Um, and it, it just really hurts. Um, you know, on, on Sunday, you could tell that there was um, some kind of, um, it, it, the, the staff was just moving um, at a very, very slow pace. Mm. So, um, so it, so I, I, I get that they're trying to be a, a good employer, but um, What's great about being able to live and work in the same place is that it improves your quality of life, and particularly for low-wage workers that often have two and three jobs, um, being able to be um, located where you work and live makes all the difference in having uh, a decent quality of life. So it's very sad that they're going to have to transfer to Walmarts that are really much further away. Yeah, Walmart representatives, uh, they have said that they try to make the stores profitable by you know building smaller stores, localizing the products, investing $70 million in upgrades, building the two health facilities. What's your sense of how Walmart has actually tried to make the stores successful? I've I've seen the success. That's why it's so um, curious that their business service unit, they were training people how to be the best Walmart employees. And so to be greeted with a smile, to have um, sales associates um, going out of their way to help you and individualize your patronage was just mind-blowing. And so to see that and then to hear that they're just pulling the plug, um, it's just um, such a discongruence. It's just hard to wrap your mind around that and, you know, the tens of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars in investment, and then yeah. – um, and, and and then they're gone. So many. Um, so I, I, mm-hmm. Yeah, to your point, many policymakers they hoped Walmart would be this economic engine in the area. So what's your? Is. Yeah, uh, we we have cell phone data that shows that the top place people come in is to Walmart. That it is the second visited place in Greater Chatham. We could see people coming as far from Indiana and um, Schaumburg to, um, and local people from Chatham shopping there. So it, so it was a regional destination. It was an important fabric in the, in the community. And those people now are, are going to have to go sh- um, shop somewhere else. So I'm not quite sure they have not reveal what that what wasn't working yeah um but it's 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 sad well they say i mean they weren't making enough money what do you want to see happen with the space i would like to see another discover um another 
um, company come in and actually employ people and have um, high wages. That's what I would like to see. We have a great workforce, um, tremendous bench strength, and that's what I would like to see. We'll leave it there. Nidra Simspheres is executive director of the Greater Chatham Initiative. Thank you so much.